Hey, hey, everyone. I'm Katie McGregor Bennett, your host of AV Trade Talk, a podcast dedicated to the stories behind and about AV brands in the AV industry. Today, I've got Cortex VIP Cinemas. You may not have heard about them yet, but you're certainly going to hear a lot about them today and even more by the time we all get out to CD Expo in Denver. Without further ado, let me introduce my guests. I've got Steve Evanitsky and John Russell of VIP, Cortex VIP Cinemas. How are you guys doing today? Doing all right. <laughs> Good, good. So, Steve, I know you're in New York. John, I believe you're in Illinois, correct? Correct? Chicago, yep. Excellent, excellent. All right, good. Well, in just about 10 days, we're going to all be convening in Denver for the event I mentioned in the lead, which is Cedia Expo. And for those of you who aren't aware, I cannot believe you're not aware, but that event is Cedia Expo. It's an Electronics Design and Installation Association. That is the organization. And the Expo is the annual gathering of all of the brands and integration professionals who make up and support the industry. It's an amazing show. And if you don't know anything about it, Google it, C-E-D-I-A-E-X-P-O. Get to know it and perhaps register to attend. So today we're talking with Cortex VIP Cinemas, John Russell, Steve Evanitsky, as I mentioned ahead of time. And I'd like to get let you get to know them a little bit better. They're good friends of mine, but as all Always, good friends of mine are now good friends of yours. So without uh, further ado, let me, let me kick this off. First, uh, John, why don't you go ahead and share with us, uh, introduce yourself, what, who you are, what you do, and uh, a little bit about your background. And Steve, we'll sing over to you next, and then we'll dive into what Cortex does. Cool. Sure. Thanks, Katie. Uh, so I've been uh, in the custom electronics business since uh, the mid-1980s and have done just about every aspect of of what it takes to run a business and and do an install. So I started out working for other people, uh, eventually started my own company, uh, sold it uh, in 1999, and have been doing a lot of consulting and product development. Uh, I've been a manufacturer's rep. Uh, and, uh, you know, my my strengths are that I can basically do every single part of a job, whether it's selling a job or or doing an install or programming a system or doing calibration. And so, you know, with, with what we're doing with Cortex, it really comes in because we can fill in any gaps that any dealers might have trouble with uh, without having to go outside. Um, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. And that's, you know, I remember because you and I met many moons ago um, when I was working with manufacturers and integrating technology, um, tech, their technology into other manufacturers products so that there was a uh, communication connection between, uh, between products. And I remember just getting to know you back then and really understanding sort of the complexities of making those um, technology relationships function and making sure that products can communicate, connect to each other. And even, you know, I think that was like 15, 20 years ago, something like that. And I was, I've always yep. been very impressed with your level of your level of knowledge but also your ability to um sort of uh dissect dissect a project and identify where the challenges are where the problems exist and resolve those and put the pieces back together in a way that uh, that functions better on the other side um and i think you know with what you're doing with cortex and nobody knows all of this just yet we're front loading of course but you know i think that that experience is really um it, it really enhances what you guys are doing and um so excited to hear more and and uh, share that story with with our listeners all right, so Steve, now over to you. You've also got a fascinating background and, and definitely some experience that many in this industry would uh, would die to have. Um, share with us a little bit about your, your background um, prior to coming over into the AB space, um, as, as it's all really meaningful to what you're doing now with Cortex. And, and, and listeners, stick with us because this is really interesting stuff and it's all going to matter in moments. Sure thing. I'm Steve Ivanetsky and I'm co-founder of Cortex VIP Cinemas. I handle... Uh, the, many of the sales and marketing duties for our company. 
Um, even though John and I both wear multiple hats throughout uh, our daily lives. Um, coming into the Cedia channels, I went via a different route than John. I started working in the motion picture industry um, through New Line Cinema, where I handle a lot of the um, uh, distribution aspects of the films going out to the individual theaters. After New Line Cinema was uh, folded, not folded, but uh, shuttered, I found myself looking for a job, and that's when a company called DTS and on the day I signed my contract was actually turned into Datasat, uh, uh, asked me to come on board to handle some of their commercial cinemas as well for starting in Asia and then moving up to eventually moving up to the States. During that time, film was being replaced by digital. So as a company, we needed to look for other avenues of uh, money. And um, through Datasat, we entered uh, the consumer space through uh, a much of the equipment that we'd used in commercial cinemas over the years. And eventually I wanted to set out on my own. And uh, that's when kind of Cortex VIP cinemas came into existence. Okay. All right. See, so I told you guys, you'd want to hear about that because many, so many of you have this interest in connecting with, um, with the cinema space and, and obviously better aligning with, um, with the studios and understanding, you know, what it is that, um, that makes what they're producing really tick in the products that you're delivering to your consumers. And Steve is the guy that's kind of, he's he served in that role. And so for, for me personally, and the reason that I always get excited when I talk to Steve is he has a level of knowledge that, that many of us just don't. Um, and it's, and it really comes into, in, into play now with Cortex. And, um, so as we shift gears over now, um, guys talk to me a little bit about, uh, about Cortex and what you're doing there. Um, first, if you would sort of set us up for, or um, what you guys do, what you're offering, and then sort of what's really unique to your to your brand specifically, um, and share with us some of the, the exclusive aspects um, of of what you're doing. And I'll let you, John. I'll let you get out of the gate on that one. Then Steve, jump in anytime. Sure. sure. Um, so, kind of uh, piggybacking on on Steve's story because of his experience on the on the commercial cinema side of things. Um, he had a lot of uh, industry contacts at a little company called Dolby. And when Steve and I started talking about uh, what he was going to be doing uh, after Datasat, we were talking with the, the people at Dolby and they were very interested in what Steve had done on the luxury high-end market with, uh, with his previous company and kind of had approached uh, him about doing that in with with their product and and their product is is very unique and um so what we've done is uh we've taken the electronics that run every commercial cinema that plays back at Dolby soundtrack uh and we've provided a way to use that electronics and that codex in home cinemas uh, and the codec is different. The, the how they make a movie and what you hear in a commercial cinema is different than the mix you get when you hear it uh, off of a, a, a normal Blu-ray. But with um, with the invention of Atmos, um, the metadata is there to recreate the theatrical render 
in somebody's home. And what it allows you to do is really customize a system for any size room and get a level of, of audio quality that you just are not used to on a, on a consumer type product. It, it, it's really is an amazing product. Um, but the, the Dolby hardware in and of itself doesn't work uh, correctly with all of the different products that are used in a normal home cinema. So we had to build some technology around it. So we basically started with um, a, a lot of my background is in, in power, uh, power management and, and power quality. And so we, we basically start from the power coming in. So we have our own uh, surge protector, lightning detector. Uh, if lightning comes within three miles of one of our theaters, uh, we shut off from the power grid until it goes away. Um, we have our, our own UPS that are built for us. Uh, we have uh, a customized uh, HDMI matrix that is built by Zigan for us. Uh, and then we have the Dolby branded products and we basically build all of that into a system for every room that we're that we're given as a project uh, we partner with whatever video and speaker brands are being used by a particular dealer um, and then we help coordinate the the project and then we come out and do a final calibration to Dolby specifications so we really kind of provide a lot of support for dealers uh, so that they don't have to to do things that they don't really do that often. Uh, we can just do them much faster because this is this is all we do. I, I tell people all the time where dealers are trying to get good at golf, but they're only allowed to take three swings a week. You're not going to get good at it. And, and this is all Steve and I do is put these theaters together. So we're very efficient at it. And uh, we know where the where the speed bumps are, and we can usually avoid them. Okay, excellent, excellent. So, so just paraphrase that one more time, because I know this can get kind of confusing for dealers on the other side when they when brands come together when when a brand provides an offering that that also includes some specification for other for other people's products, if you will. Um, so, give me give me the short version of what Cortex does. Where does Cortex start and finish when we're talking about a a residential project? So we, we start with specifying um, the type of power we're going to need based on the system that's going to get eventually installed. Um, we provide the UPS, the isolation transformer, uh, the uh, audio processing, the video distribution, um, the amplification, if the amplifiers uh, from Dolby are the appropriate ones for a particular speaker. Um, but uh, we also will have the ability to use uh, third-party amplifiers or or powered speakers, uh, and then we bring it all the way up basically to that point. So when when a dealer gets a system from us, it's already in a rack. It's delivered most of the time to the job site. This dealer needs to hook in the sources, the video display, the control system, and then they have a functioning system. Uh, and then when everything is done in the room and all the interiors are finished, then we come out and we fully calibrate the room uh, so that it's meeting our specs and, and Dolby specifications. 
Okay. So that's that there's a whole lot going on there. So guys, as you're listening to this, if you didn't catch all of those nuances, rewind, play back, rewind, play back, maybe take out the pen, paper, write that stuff down. Um, and I, and I only say that I, and I do say that jokingly, but I, I know that they is often get really confusing, um, on, on the other side. So, um, want to just want to make sure that, um, that, that, the, what you guys do and, and again, where you start and where you stop, um, is, is really, is really clear for, for everyone listening in here. So, um, I, a couple of points that you made here. So everything it's delivered, it's, it's, it's commissioned and or I shouldn't say it's commissioned, but it's, um, it was ships to the job site already configured in the rack, ready to go. So, um, we're talking job site savings. We're talking labor cost savings, um, time savings as well. Right. Um, and maybe talk a little bit more about, um, how that, how that, happens on the recipient side and, and sort of what that means from a, from an installation aspect. Yeah. So um, in the installations where the theater is completely separate from the rest of the electronics in the home, um, you know, we basically can deliver the theater and have it working in a day. If the speakers are there, it's, it's a very simple process. Um, we do, you know, we are a custom company. So there are times when people are putting our system in a complete rack room with other racks, and then they want all the racks to match. So we, we have a lot of customization that we can do per job. But, but uh, it, essentially, when, when the dealer gets the system from us, it is pre-programmed for that room, the system will work in that room only. And uh, a lot of the the programming that's required uh, on the Dolby side, we've we pre-do that. We we put the systems together here in Chicago. We test everything so that when the when it goes out to a job site, everything's everything's ready to go. Uh, it, and it's it's not just a, a time and a labor savings for for the dealer. I mean, we we can have a higher level of quality control. Most manufacturers, if you and, and I know no one in our industry ever does this, but if you actually read owner's manuals for most companies, they tell you all these things that they want you to do uh, in order for their product to perform the best, but they never follow up on it and they don't necessarily require it from, from dealers. So we basically, because of our experience in doing this, we know how to do these correctly and, and we, we allow the... Uh, the dealer not have to to not have to think about that. You know, we basically have our own best practices, but we provide all of the things that are required. So we take a a larger responsibility for the project. We don't tell the dealer we'll do this or do that, and then hope this works and hope that works. Um, you know, we we take responsibility for a, a larger portion of the project and. Um, most dealers, after they see what we're doing, they understand it. Some dealers, you know, early on, they're, you know, they have good practices and they they have a winning things and and you know a lot of these are a little bit hesitant to you know replace some of the the brands that they're using. We're not saying that we're the only way to do this, but we know this way works, and so we're, you know, we have a. Um, uh, a system set up to guarantee the performance level that we want to have. And uh, it, it just streamlines the process. If, if we don't have to make things work with a 10 different brands, we, we find one that works. It does what we want it to do. Um, we also have a, a much more modular approach to things. So uh, if you're upgrading things in the future, um, our system is much easier to, 
grow with the homeowner as things change, as, as you know, at sources are added or, or technology changes, we have the ability to add to our system, not replace things. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So I want to dive into that a, a little bit and just uh, sort of ensure clarity all the way through. Um, are you, so you're providing the specification for the products that go into your systems, um, which goes down to a manufacturer uh, and a product uh, SKU level. If, if an integrator doesn't have a relationship with that manufacturer, how does that, how does that transaction occur? Does everything get purchased through Cortex and is it, or is there a different mechanism there? No, everything gets purchased through us because the the companies that we're partnered with are making things slightly different for us. Like, uh, for example, Zigan, our HDMI matrix, we had to have some special things made in order for it to work with the, the Dolby processor because the Dolby processor is not designed to play consumer content. Um, uh, especially on the on the video side, so there were some custom uh, firmware that needed to be made. So if you if you go buy Zigan Matrix, it will not work uh, unless you buy it from us with with the Dolby product. Gotcha. Um, same thing with the power manufacturers. Um, we have uh, things made slightly different. So one one example of something that we do that's a that's a little bit different. Most. Uh, <clears throat> Most dealers are doing some sort of uh, isolation transformers in their in their higher end systems, uh, and then they're also putting in uh, UPSs in the systems. But uh, we found that UPSs are very noisy, and so if you put an isolation transformer in, and then you put a UPS uh, on the on the output side of it, you've just introduced noise after you've tried to clean it all up. So we reverse that. We have a UPS, but we put the isolation transformer on the outside of it. So we're cleaning all the noise that the UPS creates as well. And it's just a little different approach. But when you get into these really fine details, um, you know, electronic noise is both audible and visible in a in a high end cinema. So we want to make sure that we're only seeing what what is you're supposed to see and only hearing what you're supposed to hear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And you know, those subtle, those subtle nuances can create big, big differences um, and, and big problems down the line too. So I'm glad that you mentioned, mentioned that because it really does highlight the level of attention that you guys are putting into this um, and the, the detail that, um, you know, really the detail that's being provided um, all the way through to the, to the very end um, and just, you know, the order of things. And, and so I think, you know, that, that level of uh, attention to detail and, and commitment to the end, the end result, the experience by the consumer on the other, all the way at the other end, um, really important. And, um, and so, you know, I think also really good to, to also mention that, you know, the derivative aspect of some of these products as well. So um, there, there was a methodology to our madness here. (laughs) Really? Tell us. Yes, believe it or not. Um, the theaters that we deal with, they're, they're the higher end theaters. Um, and because of that, everything we do and people that we interact with, everybody's reputations are on the line. You know, if I, we sell a Cortex VIP cinemas to a given dealer and the, he in turns installs it in a client's house and that client might be in the house once a year using the theater, maybe once a year, if they, they turn it on and it's not working, the dealer's going to get yelled at. Maybe that dealer will never get another job from them. So 
when John and I sat down together, um, we said, okay, what are we going to do to make this the, the stablest uh, system in the world that we can? And that's when John's expertise really came into play. And we de designed these systems. We spent, John spent six months testing out everything on the systems before we even decided to say, okay, this is the route, this is the route we're going. Um, in addition to that, I always have to be, we always have to be conscious of the fact that, you know, we're working with, with a company like Dolby and they gave us three marching orders. <laughs> First one was don't have our tech support flooded with calls. Yes, they're there for everybody if need be. Um, the second was do not damage our reputation. And the third was make us some money. <laughs> so again, the components that we put into these racks, we like to think of it not as separate components, but the rack is one entire system. And um, um, that's why we don't uh, substitute different products because we know these things work. Yeah, and you know, back to you know my analogies. You know, I I look at what we do as the the engine of a car. Uh, when you go and buy an engine, you know they don't they don't get, sell you you know the parts to an engine. They they sell you the whole car. And we're we're providing the engine for your car. We're not providing the interior or any of the other aspects that the dealers need to do. But we know how to make the engine of a theater work right, and so we're we're able to sell that as one component, not a whole list of things and, and customize it for the room and, and do some, some special things with Dolby that, that other uh, manufacturers can't do because they don't have that Kodak available to them. So jumping off of what John says, the, the Kodak, um, it, it, Dolby Atmos is proprietary, obviously to Dolby. But in the commercial cinema side of things, whether it's a Hollywood studio, whether it's the uh, Academy Award screening rooms, or, or the Kodak Theater, or I'm sorry, bad, the Dolby Theater, um, they all use the Dolby CP850. You can't use another manufacturer's processor to decode what uh, the Dolby products can decode. So what's that actually mean to the end user? Uh, one of the, the best demonstrations we ever did, we were sit, sitting in a room and, um, John turned off the picture and when the bees came out on, on the screen and with your eyes closed or no picture there, you could, you actually knew where the bees were within the given space of the room you, you were in. Everybody else when using um, consumer grade codecs, they'll hear a cluster. They, they, they won't actually see the definition of, of where, and, and they also rely on the image to say, okay, this is where it is. It's, it's really an incredible, incredible experience when uh, the first time you kick on a, a Cortex system. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I'll say that, and this is the perfect segue is, I, you guys had introduced me to this before CD Expo last year, and I finally had a chance right on the last day um, 
<laughs> the last few hours of the show. And, and John, John grabbed me and said, you're, you're sitting through the demo. Come on, let's do this. <laughs> um, and I'm glad that he did. And unfortunately it was the last day because I was, <laughs> I was able to sort of get thrown right into the sweet spot and, and sit with John and have him um, later then kind of walk me through the elements of the demo, which I always greatly appreciate. But um, I'm saying that intentionally for those of you who are listening. And as we segue over to what Cortex is doing at CDX, though, go and grab John and ask him to walk me through the demo um, or Steve or anybody else there. But um, you'll learn a lot, not only about what Cortex does, but also sort of, you know, why, um, why the different components are there and what they're um, providing to the end result and how to get involved with the company. So, um, so here we go, guys, let's shift over to CD Expo. It's coming up fast. Um, way too fast. I want to talk about how fast it's just coming right around the corner. Let's just leave it at that. Um, you guys are in sound room six and you are with pro audio technology. You've got a great demo coming together. Um, I've seen the press release. Hopefully those out there on, on the listener side, you have it as well. If you haven't search Google at Cortex VIP and Cedia Expo and uh, read up on their news. We'll give you all the contact information at the end of the show, of course, but um, stay with us and, uh, and let's have John um, tee up kind of what you guys are doing there in sound room six with pro audio tech. Um, um, and then Steve, kind of fill in um, as as you do fill in sort of uh, where the where the pertinents are and um, where integrators specifically should really take note and lean in. Uh, yes. So one of the things that is different about the 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 Dolby Kodak is we don't look at systems as as a five point one system or a seven point one system. We look at what's what's the right thing to do for the room. Um, and the channel count is based on seating location and screen size. So what we're doing with Pro Audio uh, is, uh, I think, a 24-speaker 20, system. Um, there'll be three side speakers, uh, six ceiling speakers, uh, two rear speakers, and then the screen channels, uh, the LFE, and a couple of subwoofers. And we're using uh, a new speaker that, um, that Pro Audio developed uh, specifically for um, the, the Dolby Atmos capabilities, um, the speaker angles are very important when it comes back to getting the most out of, out of Dolby. And one of the problems that we run into with, with a lot of, uh, installations is you need a small enough speaker, uh, and it, you need to angle it correctly. So when I was talking with Paul a few months ago from Pro Audio Technologies about some of our challenges, um, he was in the process of uh, creating some new speakers and he uh, incorporated a lot of what we had asked for and, and improved on it quite a bit. Um, so they're going to be showing a new speaker uh, that's specifically configured for doing uh, Atmos rooms. Um, it's, it's very thin. It is, it comes with an angled mounting bracket. Uh, the drivers are offset so that they don't uh, hit the uh, the first reflection too close to the speaker, uh, the baffles are are offset from center, um, and their mounting uh, options are enormous. So you can put them on a wall or in a wall or between studs or behind fabric or, or whatever you need to do. Um, so we're going to have uh, this is going to be the first uh, first showing of of those speakers uh, in this room. Um, one of the things that that Pro Audio does that's that's kind of along the same lines of, of, of what we do is is they don't look at a speaker as just a speaker. They look at the speaker and the amplifier as as one product. And, and actually, they don't really use amplifiers. They call them speaker controllers. 
So uh, we will be using uh, the our products with a with a uh, a DAC uh, and using the uh, speaker controllers and speakers from Pro Audio Technology uh, in in the room. Uh, we're going to have a Barco projector and a Screen Innovation screen, and um, we'll be playing some some different content that uh, you'll hear things that you haven't heard from other manufacturers because of the way that the Dolby processor is decoding the, uh, the information. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. So what I'm hearing in this and John, correct me if, if I'm, if I'm wrong on this, but this is going to be as much of a video demo as it's going to be an audio demo. Yes. Yes. It's a theater. Yes. Yep. Okay. Okay. But a theater with, with a definite focus on audio quality and you'll definitely be hearing things that you don't hear elsewhere. Um, and many reasons to come by sound room six, but um, I think guys and gals, as you're, as you're hearing this, hopefully what you're, what's resonating with you is that there is a different offering here and one that is definitely worth your time. Go by sound room six, get a demo. Um, obviously see for yourself, hear for yourself. Um, but take time to visit booths like this and brands that you may not have heard about because there is as, as always technology consistently evolves, but in our industry, there are a lot of brands like cortex that are rising to the surface that really have something unique and different to offer. Um, and, and are definitely unique and different and therefore don't, um, don't just assume that it's the same old, same, because it's not. Um, so again, the Cortex is in and Sound Room 6 here with Pro Audio Technology. You're definitely going to want to take a uh, take time to go get that demo. Um, really quick, we'll, we'll, re, we'll touch on this towards the end as well, but while we're talking about your products and, and what you guys are selling and um, showing at Expo, for somebody who wants to learn a little bit more about your offering, where would, where would they go? CortexVIPCinemas.com is our website. Um, we also have a LinkedIn page, uh, Cortex-VIP-Cinemas, uh, as well as a Twitter account and Facebook, which are Cortex at Cortex-VIP for Facebook and, uh, again, at Cortex-VIP for Twitter. Uh, there's a lot of useful information out there. We also try to keep track of the new moves coming out in both Dolby Atmos and Dolby Vision. As yeah, well as – oh, I'm sorry. No, no, go on. Um, as well as we try to get as many projects up there as we can, but as you, as you all know, uh, you know, we're under NDA for lots of these projects. So uh, every once in a while we get one, yeah, let's show it off. And, and we try to put that up there when we can. Yeah. 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 It's all, you know, it's always a challenge. And I think it, the, the, the premium brands are those, those that kind of operate at the higher end of the spectrum. Uh, that's, that tends to be one of the most difficult aspects of, of the project is getting access to the images and, and being able to tell the story in a way that, um, that is meaningful to the other side. I mean, you can, you can obviously whitewash a lot of that, but um, it does also eliminate some of the, um, the appeal of the story. So, um, so it'd be as those, as, as those are available, I know they'll, um, they'll be on your guys' website but also i invite you to come back and anytime you've got projects that you sort of want to unpack um if you will and, and share the details or the challenge and the solution aspect of it you know, definitely come on back and share those with us um those are really it's a, it's a great forum to to detail those things so um okay so we've we've gone through cdia expo um now let's kind of shift gears just a little bit um in our pre-conference documents um one of you i think it was steve um it was steve you had said that you really want to make a name for cortex vip and and you would 
you, you said, and I quote, I want to take Cortex VIP cinemas featuring Dolby and make it synonymous with the Cartiers and Lamborghinis of the world. When a client thinks about performance and luxury items, they want them to also think Cortex. And I thought that that was just sort of a, a great way to, to capture what you guys are, are, are trying to do and, and help the integration community really better understand um, your mission. So um, share, share that quote as a little bit of a segue because we're talking about Cartier and Lamborghini. Um, those are global brands and they have a big impact outside of AV trade. And so let's use, use that as the segue that, uh, uh, that I served up there. John, um, talk to us a little bit about sort of what's, what's next with Cortex um, and, and not necessarily next, but what else you guys are doing because this is more than just a domestic, um, a, a domestic conversation. You guys are also developing an international footprint um, and then also um, you're working with reps as well. So kind of talk to us a little bit about the, the model as it is and um, what your expansion plans are also. Yeah, so we um, we are working uh, in the states with with manufacturers reps. Um, we we value reps a lot. We know that they understand their territories and um, it 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 the value that a representative brings, a good one, is is immense in in our opinion. Uh, both Steve and I have had lots of experience with this, and and good reps are are. Uh, worth every penny. Uh, and, but internationally we have distributors, uh, because of the import, uh, issues that different countries have. So you have to have somebody inside and we've, um, got, uh, projects that we've got scheduled for all over the world right now. Uh, we're constantly growing. Uh, we have a relationship even, uh, and an ability to do, uh, airplanes, uh, we have uh, projects that we've done on uh, yachts, uh, super yachts. Um, so we have a lot of uh, ability to put uh, our systems in a variety of different locations. And and one other thing I just wanted to mention, because we were talking a little bit about, you know, we obviously built cinemas. Um, but uh, one of the cool things about Atmos is that it's it's embedded technology in a lot of different things. So... Uh, video games in a in one of our theaters are amazing, and and a lot of video games are are, are done in Atmos. Um, just playing music is being done in Atmos, and Dolby has a big push on on that. And you you'll, you're starting to see, you know, the 50th anniversaries of Goodbye Yellow Brick Road were released in in Atmos, and and Beatles tracks and and all the current tracks. So uh, it, it really is kind of neat to have this experience because the the ways in which the theaters can be utilized are growing it's it's not just for sitting down and watching a movie it's you know streaming content off of uh apple tv or amazon prime all of that content is uh the majority of it is atmos enabled so you're able to to use everything so uh you know i i you know tell people all the time, if, if you want to know where your kids are and you have one of our cinemas, I can tell you where your kids are. <laughs> They're in your basement, <laughs> in your theater. Uh, so we're, we're, you know, constantly looking at different ways to uh, implement the technology uh, from Dolby. And uh, we're also uh, going to be in the future uh, selling our power products as, as standalone pieces, not just in our systems. Uh, we have a uh, uh, power cord with a. Uh, we have a patent on a, a surge protected power cord that's coming out soon. So there's a lot of other the, the technologies and the things that we've developed for 
uh, for the, the cinemas are, are kind of the pinnacle of what we do. But in the future, you'll be able to see uh, Cortex power products and Cortex smart cords and, and some other products coming out uh, as as kind of spinoffs of, of what we're doing on the cinemas. Okay, so John, I, I'm going to direct this next question to you. Um, one of the one of the topics that's very much front of mind with the integration community, and I know that'll be a big factor as everyone's touring CD Expo is service. Um, talk to us a little bit about what you guys, um, you know, how you guys view service and what you guys are doing there, um, both during during the project and once it's been completed. Sure. So, um, like I mentioned earlier, we we test everything out before it goes out to a job site. So we know that the systems are, are working. Um, we have uh, an ability to remotely monitor and make sure that everything is working. There's an enormous amount of intelligence built into the Dolby product um, that allows us to, to verify that all of our systems are working correctly. And, and if a dealer has a client who has been away from their home for a while and they just want to make sure that everything's working, we can go in and test things. Um, of course, you know, when we come out for our calibration, uh, we verify uh, uh, that everything is working and that things are meeting our performance uh, specifications. And, you know, we're very hands-on on, on the, from the standpoint of, you know, making sure that, things are calibrated correctly and that, you know, everybody's happy on the project. Um, but we don't look at uh, the services stopping there. I mean, there's, there's always the potential for a problem. So built into our system uh, is not only the ability to remotely monitor what's going on, but uh, the Dolby amplifiers have the ability uh, if a tweeter blows or if there is a, a problem with a, a, a particular channel for some reason, uh, the, the room will actually delete that channel and re-render the room without that speaker and tell us that there's an issue that the dealer has to go uh, check out. on. So we, we'll get an email from one of our systems saying, hey, this is a, an issue on this project, but the people sitting in the room when it happened will probably never know that it happened. Um, and you know, that, it, that comes from the ability, uh, you know, and, and the necessity of a commercial cinema to be functioning. I mean, for us, it's, it's an entertainment, but for a commercial cinema, it's revenue. If systems don't work, their business doesn't work. So we get a lot of that advantage. The other advantage, uh, we have in working with the, the, the variety of product, uh, that we're partnered with um, Dolby, for instance, has parts depots all over the world. So regardless of where we have a system, uh, we can usually get parts to people within 24 hours uh, if necessary. Uh, in catastrophic failures, we can get uh, units replaced and, and they come out with the program on them. So there is no need for us to come out and recalibrate or redo anything. Um, we have on-site service for the power technology things that we're doing. So we have technicians that we've partnered with all over the world uh, because you don't want a 600 pound uh, UPS isolation transformer to have to get shipped back somewhere. So we, we do service on those remotely uh, and, and locally. So, you know, we're, we're very much uh, in involved with the projects uh, through the whole life of the project. We, we don't, 
look at these as just, you know, delivering boxes to people and then it's not our problem anymore. We, we want to stay engaged. Um, you know, when I had my installation company, uh, we did a lot of projects with, you know, some really cool automation things. And over the years, I've found out that the theaters are the things that kept getting me referrals over and over again. Um, people, if you're doing a lighting system, it's cool for the first six months and then they don't think about it anymore because it becomes such a part of their life. But every time they step into a theater, it's a new experience. And so that's always forefront in their mind and they're always talking about it. And when you go over to their house, they want to show off their, their movie theater. And, you know, that's part of the, the reason that, uh, you know, Steve and I are excited about this part of what we do, because this is the thing that most drives our industry uh, is, is the excitement that people get when they see something new or hear something new. And, and that doesn't work if it's not working. So we need to make sure that all of our systems are functioning correctly and optimized all the time. Okay, John, so you've definitely, both of you guys have provided a lot of information about Cortex and what you guys do, what goes into your systems, how you support them um, before, during, and after a project completion. Um, really, really good information shared here. Um, one of the things that I think will definitely rise to the surface is, given that you guys do um, things a little bit differently, and um, uh, how do people get involved with Cortex to begin with? Um, what, would, what are your kind of recommendations for um, connecting with Cortex? Yeah, so uh, usually when we when we get requests from dealers, they'll they'll call us up and say, you know, we want a quote on a seven point two point six system or something like that. And like I mentioned earlier, we don't think of rooms that way because of because of the way our system works. So we we basically ask the dealer to give us some some basic information. We need the size of the room, uh, elevations of the walls, uh, where the people are seated in a room. Um, because, uh, you know, in a commercial movie cinema, you know, you basically have seats from the front of the room to the back of the room. But in most home cinemas, the seating is not the entire footprint of the room. So we want to make sure that the sound in the seated area is where what we uh, is optimized. Um, we need the size of the screen. Uh, and then uh, we will generate a quote with what that room needs in order to meet Dolby specifications. And it, there are some some leeway in that uh, as far as, you know, speakers, the amount of speakers and locations and, and things like that, because, you know, there's architectural features in consumer rooms that don't exist in a commercial cinema. Uh, but we can turn the rooms around pretty quick and give, give people a quote. And uh, so we'd like to know, you know, the, the, the room, information, uh, if there's a speaker brand that the client has already uh, talked, uh, been talked to about, uh, and then we will generate a quote that will uh, essentially be the starting point for what that room is going to be, and we can modify things down the road, but, but we will give you uh, an exact uh, quote of what, it, what the room is going to need in order to meet our specifications. Um, a lot of dealers, just as a uh, kind of a, a, a thought exercise, uh, will give us a room that they've already done and say, okay, what would you have done in this room? So they can kind of get a, a comparison and we're more than happy to do that. Uh, you know, as long as we can get the, the, the correct dimensions, uh, we, we can turn the rooms around fairly quick. And, um, you know, it, it, it's a good learning experience for the dealers because they see 
you know, what's different about how we think about a room than, than how they've done it in the past. I love that. Yeah, I love that. And I think that really great way of presenting a new um, sort of a new offering to integrators. Um, you know, and so, so guys, if you were listening there, and I, I definitely encourage you to take advantage of this, um, you know, even if, you, if you're not convinced, that's, that's okay. But um, take the time to go and talk to Cortex, uh, reach out to them, or go visit them at the show, and talk to them about a project that you've already done and see how they would have done it, how they would have approached it, um, and, and determine for yourself if, if, that's, uh, if that's better. Um, it seems to me, it sounds to me like it sure is. Um, and it's definitely worth your time. Again, the Expo, CD Expo, events like this are, are the opportunity for you to think outside the box and to go and see brands um, and presentations that are outside of the norm for you um, and, and use some portion of the show to really um, kick the tires a little bit on, on other brands, other technologies, other offerings. You often on these shows, you'll hear me talking about opportunities, particularly for integrators, opportunities in other areas of the home or other aspects that you may not be working in or spending as much focus time on now. Um, that's what these, these expos are all about is really kind of taking a look at how, what else you might be able to incorporate into your daily business uh, to increase its value or its scope. And this is, this is definitely one of, one of those areas. Um, I think there's, there's always a conversation within the, within the trade about home theater. Uh, and, you know, is that, is a category shrinking? Is it growing? Is it expanding? Is it receding? Is it what's going on with it? And, you know, it's, it's really funny because it's, I think what we're seeing is that it's, it's none of the above really. It's just that the conversation shifts away from dedicated spaces to more open spaces, to more um, versatile spaces or, putting um, a dedicated environment of whatever type, whether that's audio, video, audio, and video, or perhaps even wellness or exercise uh, into a residence, outside of a residence in, uh, in cars and planes and yachts, you know, all of these other environments. So, you know, definitely um, take time at Expo to explore opportunities and, and step outside the box. So that, there's your PSA. You always get at least one from me during these shows. Um, but, you know, definitely, um, you know, I think it's, it's well worth, if you're going to take the time and, and bear the expense of going to an event, um, make, make a good chunk of that be about what's new. And, and, um, and this is definitely one of those opportunities. So, John, Steve, thank you guys so much for spending the time today and walking us through everything that Cortex is doing. Um, Steve, pull up that list, if you would, one more time and share with us contact info, uh, social and URL, social handles and URLs for Cortex, if you would. Ready? <gasps> Go. Sure. If you're ready to give us a call today, just uh, call 818-471-3183. Uh, usually I'll get back to somebody immediately if I'm not, not, uh, not available right that second. Uh, you can find us at www.cortexvipcinemas.com. On uh, uh, Twitter handle is at cortexvip. Facebook is the same at cortexvip, and then we have our LinkedIn page, which is cortex-vip-cinemas. Excellent. Excellent. Your LinkedIn feed, by the way, is one of the ones that I uh, enjoy and tend to gravitate towards on a fairly regular basis, particularly for movie news and uh, new releases and more kind of some of the, um, the AV interest points of, of, uh, of music movies. So um, I, I just for, I for one appreciate uh, that aspect of it, but share that also with the audience. It's, um, even if you determine this is a product or something that you're not necessarily interested in, if you're into music and movies on that side of the world, definitely um, follow Cortex, follow, um, you know, and definitely follow what they're putting out there on social for those reasons. There's a lot of really good information being shared just sort of about um, you know, music movies and in, in the kinds of spaces that you guys are working in on a regular basis. So, 
There's PSA number two. Anywho. All right. So, um, gentlemen, Cedia Expo, right around the corner. We're going to be seeing a lot of each other. I will uh, definitely be by on day one. I want to see that demo. Um, I want to see it. I want to hear it. I want to, want to experience it. After the show, I'd love to have you come back and sort of share what the, what the integration community response was. Um, and I know you'll have a few other things that you'll have ready to announce um, after the show as well. So we'll, we'll definitely um, have you guys come back and, and share that bit of the story. Um, but again, thank you so much for taking time to talk to us for AV Trade Talk today. I appreciate it. And uh, gosh, we're going to be seeing each other in Denver just right around the corner. So now you've got much to do. I'll let you return to it. But um, again, gratitude. Thank you so much. Thank you, Katie. Thank you very much, Katie. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, off you go. We'll see you at CD Expo. Again, I'm Katie McGregor-Bennett, your host for AB Trade Talk. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you on another episode.